three of the Bill Michaels Show. Good to have you. Beautiful day, sunshine. I guess we're going to get a little bit of drizzle or something like that tonight, but for the most part, nice day today. In the 40s, I'm watching everything uh, kind of melt and uh, the grass, uh, albeit brown and dormant, starting to show through more and more spots and patchy spots where the snow is uh, eroded. So I'm liking it. I hope we uh, get more warm weather. I'm all in on springtime now. I can't get here fast enough at this point. So excited about that. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. I want to go back uh, because just before we went to the uh, top of the hour break, uh, Derek listening to us in Albany says, what would what would happen if Goody was just honest? And th- there's it's there's a lot to this, okay? Uh, first and foremost, you're, you're cognizant of the Rodgers side of things because Aaron Rodgers, in essence, does hold at least 50% of the cards because if you want to trade him away, if you want to you know make nice with him, if you want to bring him back, you're going to have to be able to do it uh, at a different number or you would have liked to do it at a different number than what you would have to pay him right now. Okay, that's first and foremost. So you're trying not to you're kind of you're trying to be respectful. Okay? You don't want to just say, "You know what? We're tired of the act. We're tired of the back and forth. We can't believe he didn't know, you know, he emerged from the from the 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 depth, you know, the darkness chamber and hasn't even called us. You know, he's told the world he was going to emerge, you know, he can go on and on about stuff. And you know, like he said, we've exchanged some text messages, but that's been about it. We're giving him all the time he needs. So they're being respectful. That's first and foremost. Secondly, you don't want to tip your hand as to what you're going to do with Jordan Love or what you're thinking. What he has just basically said over and over again is that, yeah, Jordan Love is ready to play. He's ready to be a starter in the NFL. He grew. He matured. He just let it fly. He had better decision-making, went on and on and on. And then he backpedaled and said, but it's different going day-to-day against uh, you know uh, the grind, so to speak, uh, and looking for teams that are specifically scheming for you. It's going to be different. we got to find out if he can win. You know, that's the one thing that everybody knows you haven't found out yet. And the opportunities he has when he's had uh, time under center, none of them have been in wins. Lost to the Chiefs, lost to the to the Lions, and then in mop-up duty, a uh, loss to the Eagles this past year. So he hasn't been able to, to win, so to speak. So uh, that's part of it. Uh, he knows he's got that fifth round uh, or that fifth year option coming up that he's got to make a decision on come May. So he knows that. Also, for the guys that are currently in the locker room, you want to be respectful. You don't want to look like you're just kind of dissing a a Hall of Famer because guys will look at it as, you know, if he's just saying screw you to Aaron Rodgers, you know, man, if I end up with a Hall of Fame career, he'll just say screw you to me too. What, what, you know, it just, it's a bad look. So he's trying to be, Brian Gutekinds did a pretty good job of tap dancing. What I always try to do is listen to what is not said. And in the past, we have heard, oh, no, we want Aaron Rodgers back. Oh, Aaron gives us the best chance to win. Yes, if he wants to come back and play, we would welcome him back. I mean, all of those things have been stated. This year, they're not being stated. He keeps saying, we're going to do what's best. We'll make our decisions. We're going to, you know, he said three times, we'll go, we'll do what's best for the organization on numerous occasions. So you just kind of wonder, you know, how much of, say, the Bob McGinn report is true, which really wasn't uh, asked, if you noticed. Nobody said, I know they alluded to it on the uh, on the NFL Network. I've got the, the NFL Now on right now. They're live at the Combine. 
I know Ian Rappaport, and uh, I know they were discussing it, that, you know, hey, Bob McGinn still knows people in the Packers organization. You know, they talked about that. They, they you know, talked about, well, they certainly didn't seem disgusted. But, you know, as noted by myself and now others, they're also saying, but he didn't go out of his way to say, you know, we're desperate to get Aaron back as we've heard in years past. So it's kind of what is and isn't said. You kind of got to read between the lines, and that's all you're trying to do today. And if you pay attention to the words used in the past consistently by management, by Goody, by Mark Murphy, and then fast forward that to today, it's not that it's two different messages. It's what isn't being said, the desperation sound of we want him back, we want him back, we want him back, we would welcome him back, versus we'll make a decision what's best in the best interest of the organization, if that makes sense. So you're trying to appease many different entities. You're trying to be respectful to a Hall of Famer. You're trying to also be respectful to portray that forward to other guys that are in the locker room, to other other vets that you may want to bring into your organization even. If you've got a, a free agent or a guy that's looking to be traded somewhere or looking to be a salary cap casualty after June 1st and you want to pick that cut up, you know, and they've got to make a, a free agent decision, do they want to go to an organization like, say, you know, Andy Reid, say with the Kansas City Chiefs, who just values these guys and treats them like a father figure and, and, and puts his arms around them versus a guy who says, we're tired of this. We want him out, you know, and wants to blow out, you know, a, a guy that many people call a diva, but nevertheless a Hall of Famer, you know. So you really kind of dance, um, you know, over and over again. And, and the fact that Goody uh, said, you know, we got to do what's best for the organization, he kept talking about if it's a good fit, and I found that comment probably more interesting than anything. If it's a good fit. So, uh, some interesting stuff. Interesting stuff being said by Brian Gudikins. Uh 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. Again, 877-867-1670. Hit us up. Uh, I want to hear from you. I want to get your thoughts on all of this. Uh, I I thought personally, when I heard Gudikins this morning, I I really believed that it just by a different sound, a different tenor, and what's not being said, that they are probably more so than ever on the verge of moving on. I kind of felt that. Kind of felt that. So uh, that was kind of my thought. And that's the reason when you talk about the headline uh, today that I put out on my page that, um, that you know, when I said it, it, it sounds like maybe the Packers are ready to move on. Some people, you know, kind of, kind of, you know, poo-pooed that or went after me on that. It's like, look, I've been the guy saying all along that <laughs> I always kept thinking that the Packers wanted him back. And and I still believe that there is a large part of me that believes that Rodgers will be under center for the Packers uh, this this coming, you know, this coming uh, training camp. But uh, that that percentage in me is beginning to dwindle, is beginning to erode. Uh, 877-867-1670, 877-867. 1670. If you want to hit us there, you can. If you want to email the program, do it. TheBillMichaels at gmail.com. TheBillMichaels 
uh, at gmail.com. Uh, you can also uh, find us uh, on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter and such. Uh, this one's from Jeff in Waukesha. He said, the last uh, two players have said Jordan Love uh, is ready to play, Aaron Jones and DeAndre Campbell. Forget the Philly game. Uh, that is more meaningful uh, as they practice with him every day. Jeff from Waukesha. Um, yeah, but they also could be looking at it as this could be the guy. So what are you going to say? You know, what are you going to say? You're not going to knock you. You're not going to knock your guy. Uh, Tom listening to us in DC says, wasn't Green Bay just a missed field goal away from overtime in the game against Kansas city. He didn't play much worse than Mahomes. Maybe I'm remembering though, uh, through Jordan love glasses. No, he had, he had, he didn't play well. He had missed throws. Didn't look good. Um, it was a less than stellar performance uh, a couple of years ago. It just it, it now now yes to answer your question, but remember Patrick Mahomes, if I'm not mistaken, was also banged up in that game. Um, so and they had numerous injuries, I think, in, in that ball game. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. If you want to find us, please feel free. Go ahead and, and give us a shout. Um, God, I'm trying to remember. They lost that game 13-7. to And Jordan Love did kind of nothing. Uh, he had a pick. I, that I do remember. Because um, Patrick Mahomes did not play great. The Packers' defense played pretty well. Uh, because Travis Kelsey was uh, only held to a touchdown. Tariq Hill had just four catches. The defense played really, really well. And it wasn't like he was on the field out dueling, you know, Patrick Mahomes. He was playing against the Kansas City defense with Devontae Adams, who was targeted. God, it was like it was less than he had less than half was the catches. God, I got to look now. Uh, now you, you got me intrigued. OK, here it is. Um, yeah, he targeted Devontae Adams 14 times, only six catches, 42 yards. He threw the one pass for 20 yards to uh, Alan Lazard for a touchdown. So he had a touchdown, he had a pick. Uh, he was 19 of 34, quarterback rating of 69, and 190 yards. He was sacked once under pressure quite a few times. They ran the ball through Aaron Jones and Aaron Dillon for uh, almost 100 yards, 99 yards to be exact. Jordan Love ran for 23 yards in that ball game, but the offense was horrifically stagnant. And play calling sucked too. I- I'm not going to lay it all at the feet of Jordan Love. Play calling sucked too. It was like they they still had Rodgers on the field, which led uh, should have been a foreshadowing into the adaptability or lack thereof of Matt Lafleur when uh, you know he just goes at it as if they still have the same guys on the field, and it it was just a very oddly called game, if I'm not mistaken. Just going back through my notes, um, eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy eight seven seven eight six seven. 1670. Let's go to Ed listening to us out in Madison. Ed, how you doing today, man? What's going on? Hey, unit. Uh, you know, Brian Gutekinds is going to be known as the general manager that drafted Rogers' replacement, and he's going to be known as possibly if Rogers doesn't come back or if they just say we're done. That being said, I'm a lifelong Packer fan. Um, I'm kind of like at the crossroads. I'm willing to give Jordan Love a shot and and suck for maybe a year because I saw a lifetime. I saw a lot of suckers 
we, we sucked a lot back in the Lindy and Ponte era. Before that, Forrest Gregg. I remember it, I go as far back as Bart Starr becoming the coach of the Packers. So we saw a lot of a lot of bad football. I can handle a year of average football or possibly below average if we finally get it out on the table. Jordan is is or isn't the replacement, and then move on because I want to move on. I'm really and you know people say be careful what you wish for. I understand that, but I'm tired as a Packer fan, is Aaron Rodgers committed to the team. He says he loves the fans, but is he committed to playing football or is he committed to the team? And I don't hear that, and that's what right. No, I, I understand that. Uh, appreciate the phone call. Uh, that, that's a great question. Is he committed to the team? Is he? Which, again, is something that I've stated time and again. Uh, that if you bring him back, it's only with, as Gudikin said at the end of the season press conference, you're expecting a certain return on your investment. And that's not about just strictly the results in the regular season and just showing up for training camp. That's, I think, it's it's all encompassing. It's like, come on, you got a couple of years left, you're getting paid $60 million. You've got guaranteed money up to about $100 bucks over the next two years. You know, come back. You know, you're getting paid a lot of money, and it's not getting paid a lot of money to go be, you know, to go do all the different things you'd like to do. It's This is not a, a six-month season. This is a 365 days a year career, and you're coming to the end of it. We're paying you a lot of money. You know, it's kind of like you, you should be committed to that. And uh, I completely get it from Brian Gudikins. 877-867-1670. Hit us up again. 877-867-1670. More of the Bill Michael Show next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Everywhere you look, from groceries to utilities to gas, prices keep going up. Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin can dramatically help lower your energy costs year-round by replacing drafty windows and doors in as little as six weeks. And now you can save even more by taking advantage of 0% interest for up to 48 months when you lock in your prices by February 28th. I'm Gina Della from Pella. Bring the love of Wisconsin's outdoors in through the beauty and quality craftsmanship of Pella Windows and Doors. Whether you're updating or upgrading the look and comfort of your home, Pella has extensive lines of customizable options to meet your needs and your budget, no matter the season. Replacing drafty windows and doors can dramatically lower your energy costs. Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin offers some of the most energy-efficient windows in the industry, designed to keep the cold outside where it belongs. Lock in your prices by February 28th and get 0% interest for up to 48 months. Visit PellaWI.com. Welcome back. Good to have you. The Newmel Medical Center is uh, reminding me to remind you that uh, they have the all-in-one, the new and improved uh, weight, loss, uh, weight loss in a box. As we start to get towards warmer months and T-shirt season, uh, if you're into it, man, and you're looking at yourself going, uh, I could probably stand to lose a few pounds, whether it's just five or if it's 20 or whatever it happens to be or, you know, 35, who knows? Give them a call. They can help. 414-455-4451. They can help. 
455-4451 and uh, see what they can do for you. And if it's ED or low T treatments, they can help you out with that as well. But anywhere, anywhere for that matter, 414-455-4451, That's the New Mel Medical Center. Uh, 877-867-1670. You want to get back in the program? Let's do this. 877-867-1670. Our buddy Gerard listening to us in Delaware. Gerard, what's going on today, man? Hey, Bill. You know, on many other circumstances, I would agree with you about <clears throat> other players thinking about how they treated Rodgers and this and that if they trade him and whatever. But not this situation. Because too many ex-players and too many people have said they, they're tired of him. And, no, and another thing where some of the players on the team said they'd like to see Love get his shot. So I think in another circumstance that I'd agree with you 100%, but I don't agree on this because I think Rogers' act is, is tired with everybody. Okay? So I think I, that no, Gerard, I would, I, would, I would agree with that, but I'll say this. You never want to look at as a team that's been called out for treating guys rather poorly. You never want to revert back to that or have that – that conception thrown upon you. So I think just by tap dancing a little bit and staying in front of it and not kind of, you know, revealing the real feelings, so to speak, I think you're still doing okay. You didn't do anything wrong by not answering the questions where if, if you just came out and blasted them, then some players would say, Hey, wait a minute, screw you. You told him you'd give him all the time in the world. And now you're blasting him. So I, I, I think right now what they're doing is probably right. We can all mm-hmm. see it that there's a frustration there. But, uh, you know, I, I think just by not doing anything specific and not coming out and kind of, kind of, you know, opening up the can of worms, you're doing the right thing. But, you know, if, if nobody's talking about you for whatever reason in a negative light, then you've done the right thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do. But, you see, I think Roger's already spent that because he's, he's coming off now as a whiner and a know-it-all. Right. And people can just get tired of that act. I mean, they really do. And you said it before, and I said it many times, it's better a year too early than a year too late. But I, I want to say this. You know, the 49ers did it right in some ways, even though they haven't won in a few years, right? They, you, gotta be, you can't be mediocre in sports, and especially football, because you're in the middle of the pack all the time. Now, the, the guy, one of your callers just brought up the 70s and 80s. That, besides being poorly coached and making really bad personnel decisions, divine and star, they, they were always mediocre, you see? So when you're mediocre, you never get, you're able to get, unless you get lucky, you're never mm-hmm. able to get that big star or anybody to help turn your franchise around. Whereas the 49ers stank for a couple of years, and they got Balser, and they got a couple other players, and, and everything else. See, that's what I'm more worried about the Packers now, is being mediocre for a couple of years instead of, Either you know you know what I'm saying you know, you you mm-hmm. you want to be you want to be the real it's so funny to say this stuff you want to be real bad for a couple of years so you could draft in the top three right or right. you want to you know or obviously you want to be good enough where you have a legit as I say legit shot at the Super Bowl you see mm-hmm. what I mean so they, right. they I don't want to be caught in the equinox you know. So, you know, right. that's the no, way I, I look agree. at it. I, I look, I appreciate the phone call, Gerard. I also look at it as, and he brings up a good point. When you talk about the 70s and the 80s, remember the 70s, you were kind of on a no man's land. You were drafted. That's where you stayed. There wasn't free agency. It wasn't until mid to late 80s that you started getting free agents. And thus, you know, the big, uh, you know, shift, if you will, when Reggie White comes here and then Favre and then things began to change. You can turn a football team around 
in a couple of years. You know, um, you, you can, you know, it's not like back in the 70s when what you drafted is all you had and that was pretty much it, unless there was a trade. You know, now with free agency and, and the amount of money that you can, you can save in a couple of years, you can cut a lot of the dead wood, and you can begin to rebuild with uh, a draft and then money. I, I think you can turn it around a lot quicker if you have the right people in place. If you have the right people in place, remember. Um, uh, Purple Lilac uh, always uh, is all over Jordan Love, talking about, well, his first year he had to go through the COVID situation. It, it doesn't matter. You're still in the room. You know, you're still learning the playbook. You're still, you're still working out. You know, it wasn't like he was just sitting at home. They just didn't have in-person meetings. They were doing Zoom but they'd still get together for practices, okay? It wasn't like they weren't practicing at all. Other people have played in the same year. Other, people's, other people have excelled in the same year. So you're making excuses, okay? Um, Jordan Love looked good this year in nine passes in two series in a game in which he played. That's it, okay? Stop making excuses as if, you know, he's this burgeoning Hall of Famer. You hope that he is. But stop making excuses like, well, you know he's ready to play. You know he's a Hall of Famer. You know he's great. It's like stop. Just just stop. You know, it's it's you're you're making you're making excuses for basically uh your anger towards the organization, not you know, hey, let's be honest, okay? Here you go. Here's a perfect example. You you say Jordan Love suffered because of COVID, really? Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow was the number one overall pick. He hasn't suffered because of COVID. Justin Herbert's played well. He didn't suffer because of COVID. He got snaps and played right away. He went through a couple of, uh, you know, tough times, but, you know, he played. You know, there's a lot of guys that were drafted. Justin Jefferson was drafted that year, remember. Not that far above Jordan Love. Jeff, Justin Jefferson's one of the premier, if not the premier, receiver in the game right now. He didn't suffer because of COVID. Your excuse falls completely moot. It, it just, you know, that's your fandom. Um, Boris says, with the season on the line, uh, Aaron Rodgers sucked in the Lions game against a crappy defense. Well, first of all, they're not a crappy defense. If you look at their record and look at the way they played, specifically coming into that game, they're not a crappy defense. And they had a chip on their shoulder. Secondly, he did play bad. If that's what you're basing your opinion on, if that's what you're basing your opinion on, it is a very myopic opinion. You can also then turn around and say against a really good Dallas team that did go to the postseason, he played extremely well. So what's your point? That only in games that matter he, he's going to suck. You can't you can't just pick and choose the the game you want to look at unless that's all you have to look at. They won ball games up until that point. And remember, at the end of the season, he was also playing with a banged up knee. I mean, I can make all the excuses in the world. I'm just simply saying it is what it is. I've called him out for the game against uh, uh, against Tampa Bay. Didn't play well. I called him out for the game 
against San Francisco, but I also partially put that on coaching because the offensive line was horrible, and once Mercedes Lewis went down and then you lost A.J. Dillon, that was pretty much it. After the uh, Mercedes Lewis fumble and A.J. Dillon was lost, you didn't have anything. He couldn't get away from the pass rush. Bosa and company were all over him, and the special team sucked. And then this past year against the Lions, yeah, he didn't have a good game. Played bad. Played bad. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. Give us a shout. Uh, we'd, we'd love to hear from you. We'd love to get your opinion. 877-867-1670. Um, this was from Margo. Margo says uh, when Rogers makes his decision, he'll make his decision. Until then, people are just whining to whine. What really would be the difference if he made the decision yesterday or today? I think, Margo, it's not about yesterday or today, because today was the day that I kind of picked for him to make a decision. So I, I figured it would be this long, okay, right? Um, I am a little surprised that, you know, as he stated he was going to do that retreat and then came out of it, at least according to reports, okay? Uh, he did the retreat, came out of it, and and really has not had, as Gudikin says, um, communication, they haven't really talked like they have in the past. So I'm kind of I'm, I'm a little surprised at that. Maybe Aaron is waiting for them to call him, which if, if that's the case, it's rather petty. I mean, I have no idea. I don't know. Couldn't tell you. But you've got an entire world waiting on your decision, a, a sporting world that is enamored with Rogers, either one, you love the fact that people are talking about you, which he claims he doesn't, but it certainly seems that way. Perception becomes reality. Uh, two, for whatever reason, you are still mired in the goofy, wavering knowledge of back and forth as to whether or not to play. Three, you have not come to peace with the fact that you're either going to be a Green Bay Packer or maybe moving on somewhere else. Um, I, You know, Four, you really don't care about the money? I, I don't know. Or you're going to walk away from it all just to kind of spite everybody else because you want to be this deeper-than-thou guy, I guess? Um, but, you know, it, it, it it's, it's interesting that for the guy that wants to – you know, kind of make his own decisions that when he tells you something, it's supposed to be written in stone and don't question it. And yet you haven't heard from him. So I kind of figure to be right about now. I'm not shocked that it's not, to be honest with you. I figure another week, you know, that's about it. But at some point you have to understand, and Brian Gudikins made this, uh, made this statement too, that at some point you gotta, you gotta move. You got, you, you, <laughs> You, you got to do something, you know, because you've got the uh, pre-tamper, the, the tampering period, the legal tampering period coming up for uh, NFL free agency. He talked about, yeah, we, we can figure things out to make a move to bring in players. He talked about how thin the tight end room is going to be. He talked about, you know, some safeties that are no longer there that they've moved on from. Basically, you know, the, the main one there being Adrian Amos uh, for the Packers that they've moved on. Um, didn't really mention anybody by name, but that, you know, uh, they've got, you know, some guys that are back there that, you know, they, they need to, 
they need to make a move on, Adrian Amos being one of them. There's Rudy Ford. Uh, so right now in your in your you know court, in your uh, secondary room in your safety room you got Tariq Carpenter your seventh round draft choice from last year, you've got uh, Darnell Savage Jr. coming back off of the injury and off of the, for lack of a better term, the kind of you know doghouse that he was in last year, and you got what um, who's another one uh, Vernon Scott. You got Dallin Levitt, Rudy Ford, and Adrian Amos pretty much out there on the open market. You know, and then you got to make a deal at some point with Keyshawn Nixon. You would assume to keep him around. He's more of a, a, a corner than he is a safety, but they used him in different areas. But you got to make some. You got to make some moves in your secondary. You got one, two, three, four, five guys in your secondary room right now that are all either free agents or up for free agency that you could possibly lose, and suddenly you get really, really thin back there. You know, you've got Dean Lowry, Jerron Reed. Both of those guys could be gone. So uh, it, it's it's uh, it's 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 time. You you got to make some decisions as to what you're going to do with the rest of your team. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. Uh, let's do this. I'll get to Ben in Green Bay when we come back. Got to take a quick break. Stay tuned. A whole lot more of the Bill Michael Show. It's all coming up right after this. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. They say the sky's the limit, but why stop there? This February at Pottawatomie Casino Hotel, you could reach for the stars. Each Thursday night, if the stars align, you could reach for a piece of 400000 in cash and prizes. Just play with your club card to earn entries three times on drawing days. Your win is written in the stars. Just play to find it. Only at Pottawatomie. Visit PaysBig.com slash stars for more. Must be 21 years old and a club member to play. Welcome back to the program. Don't forget our friends over there at uh, Curly's Waterfront Sports Bar and Grill on Pewaukee Lake today. Taco Tuesday, free darts today. And uh, if you've never been there on a Taco Tuesday, whether it's the tacos, the burritos, uh, they have a fantastic selection over there. Buffalo tacos as well. Awesome selection and uh, free darts. They have also the buffalo shrimp. Buffalo shrimp. They have a big happy hour there. They just continue to get better. Today's special is buffalo, buffalo tacos, and buffalo shrimp. Good stuff from our friends at Curly's Waterfront Pub and Grill right there on Pewaukee Lake. Uh, 877-867-1670. If you want to hit us up, please feel free. Go ahead and do so. Let's get to Ben listening to us in Green Bay. Ben, how you doing today, man? What's going on? I'm doing great. How's it going? I'm doing great. What are you thinking? Uh, I, I was... Thinking about uh, all the Rodgers talk, and it brought up some old emotions, and I felt compelled to talk about them. Um, ever since the, the thumb thing happened, all we've been hearing about is, well, he's not playing, Rodgers isn't playing great, but he's got the thumb thing and then the knee thing. And if, if you remember back to before the thumb injury, he looked bad then too. Mm-hmm. He's not, I agree. He wasn't seeing the field. He wasn't hitting open receivers. He's constantly checking down constantly taking second and third down sacks to get out of field goal range. Uh, there's so many eye test type things 
that that had nothing to do with the thumb. So for me, I'm I'm a hundred percent ready to move on. And uh, with the with the love comment too, and and COVID, uh, Jalen Hurts as well just played in a Super Bowl, got drafted right. after Love, and uh, they, he even had two different head coaches, and somehow they're they're doing just fine. So mm-hmm. uh, the COVID stuff completely aside, and uh, totally ready to move on from Rogers. Thanks for the time. All right. Appreciate it, man. He drops off. You get on board. What I say about the thumb is I don't know what it affected. Uh, you can look at it, and again, it's excuse-making to some, but it's the truth. The beginning of the season, uh, Christian Watson did not make it to training camp. He was he was banged up. Then he came back. Then he got concussed. Then he came back. Then he was injured with a hamstring. Uh, in the meantime, Romeo Dobbs started to look good. Then he went down with an injury. Don't forget David Bakhtiari was playing, wasn't playing, was playing, wasn't playing, was playing, wasn't playing. Uh, you were shifting around the offensive line. Elton Jenkins was coming back from a knee issue, and he looked slow uh, early on in the season. The pressure was on Rodgers. Now he's trying to figure out life after Devontae Adams. He should have been in earlier to kind of get all this together, but just didn't. Um, but, you know, it just there, there's a lot of of stuff there that did not make for a great recipe for anybody to have a terrific or fast start to the season, so to speak. Um, now – that while that's all true, people look at it as you know as well to say Rodgers is great. He should have overcome that, and maybe he should have. Uh, I'm just telling you that these are all just facts, more so than anything. And um, when it comes to Jordan Love, yeah, Goody said he's ready to he's ready to start. I mean, but again, he's not going to tell you he's not. He's not going to downplay that because if they have to trade him away, he wants other teams to think he's ready to go. You know, he also wants to put a loud message out to whatever fan base he's speaking to, whether it's the Packers or anybody else, that, yeah, they believe he's made progress and he's gotten better. He was better with his decision-making. He let it rip, all those different things that he had talked about. You know, he's not going to stand in front of the podium and go, yeah, he's not ready. But he also did say the cautionary tale of, but also it's different going to the day-to-day grind of getting ready for the season, getting ready per game for teams that are scheming for you. It's different. And it is. So he throws that cautionary tale out. When you go back to, you know, when, when you know, uh, going back to one of the comments over on uh, on uh, the, the live stream said, uh, you know, a, a guy named Chris said, thanks, you know, Purple Lilac says, thanks for reminding me about love, missing practices, et cetera, his first year because of COVID. So he so erase one year of that season. No, you can't do that. You can't. You, you're not erasing a year. And said he improved versus the Eagles. He's ready to start. He he looked good. And he's ready to start was the quote from, from Brian Gutekinds. Yeah. But I don't put a ton of stock specifically into that. Everybody wants to be the what have you done for me lately. And by the way, I mean, you know, the, the person that goes by Purple Lilac on the live stream has been a proponent of getting rid of, rid of Rogers saying and singing the praises of Jordan Love for quite some time. So, you, and again, when you say, I never said he was a Hall of Famer. No, but you make him sound like he's this starter in waiting, and he just, you know, oh, my God, it's going to light it up and prove everybody wrong. And when he doesn't, and if he looks bad, you're not going to be around. You're not going to say, well, you know, I was wrong, because you've been pr- promoting this guy for forever. And I'm telling you, Jordan Love coming out of college didn't look good. Didn't look good. He was mediocre in a mediocre league conference at a mediocre school. He's progressed. He's gotten better. I will give you that. I'll agree to all of that. 
I, I, all I'm saying is, is just be careful what you wish for. That's all. Now, the whole thing with Rodgers, that's the opposite end of the spectrum. Uh, I'm, I'm right there with you. While I've always said I thought Rodgers would be under center for the Green Bay Packers this year, at least a more than a 50% of me believes that. I've also said, like many of you, it's, it's fatigue. It's, this is, this is, a, this is a, now a joke. It's a punchline. They make fun of him on Saturday Night Live. They make fun of him at the NFL Honors Banquet. He's a punchline. And it's all the things that he never, ever wanted to be, and now he is. And why? You know, I mean, again, I've always said when you put yourself on a pedestal rather than others doing it, you don't need to tell everybody you're great or you're smarter than them or you're better than them, you know? Because eventually when you can't do it anymore, everybody points a finger at you and you become a punchline. And that's that's it. You know? Um, so we just wait. You wait for the decision. Complicated fellow says, is Rogers more injury prone now? No. Injury prone means you're missing games. He's not missing games. Maybe he should have, but he's not missing games. The whole thing of injury prone means you get hurt and cannot play. Constantly going down with a hamstring injury, you're injury prone. Clay Matthews, like Puxatawney Phil, Coming up to see his shadow every year, you knew Clay Matthews was going to go down for any kind of period of time with a hamstring injury. You know Randall Cobb's going to get hurt and miss anywhere from three to four games. You know that. You know it. It's going to happen. Rodgers, he's not missing games. He's not missing games. You know? 877-867-1670. Uh, you say Detroit had a good D last year. Detroit finished last in yards per game at 392.4. Detroit uh, finished 29th out of 32 teams. Yes. Oh, look, uh, look at what they did over the last seven, seven games. Then come back to me. Thank you, Boris. Nice try, though. Um, 877-867-1670. We're going to break. Stay tuned. we got a lot more to get to. Hey, don't forget uh, our buddy Joey is calling it a career. Uh, Albanese's Roadhouse uh, up on Blue Mountain Road. In Brookfield, they're getting ready to shut their doors here in the next two, three weeks, maybe, as we venture into March and uh, sold the property. Um, you know, it's been a family-run business for a long, long time. you got a couple of weeks left to get in there. I know they've been packed. I know they've shortened their hours. They're uh, now open, I think it's Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, uh, and that's it. I think they open up at 4, so the hours to get in there and say hi to Joey and maybe wish him the best are dwindling, but I still recommend Get up to Albanese's Roadhouse. Really good guy. Great people. Family-run place for so many years. And they're, uh, they're coming to an end. It's sad to see them go. Uh, and not to mention, they're right down the street from my house, and I really enjoyed going there. So uh, go in and do, uh, say hi to our buddy Joey and the gang at Albanese's Roadhouse, right next to Menards on Blue Mound Road in Brookfield. This is The Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Everywhere you look, from groceries to utilities to gas, prices keep going up. Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin can dramatically help lower your energy costs year-round by replacing drafty windows and doors in as little as six weeks. And now you can save even more by taking advantage of 0% interest for up to 48 months when you lock in your prices by February 28th. 
I'm Gina Della from Pella. Bring the love of Wisconsin's outdoors in through the beauty and quality craftsmanship of Pella Windows and Doors. Whether you're updating or upgrading the look and comfort of your home, Pella has extensive lines of customizable options to meet your needs and your budget, no matter the season. Replacing drafty windows and doors can dramatically lower your energy costs. Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin offers some of the most energy-efficient windows in the industry, designed to keep the cold outside where it belongs. Lock in your prices by February 28th and get 0% interest for up to 48 months. Visit PellaWI.com. restrictions apply. Welcome back. Good to have you. We continue on. Uh, this one uh, is uh, brought to you by our friends at Sloppy Joe's and Smoke on the Water. By the way, the uh, Saturday night version coming up here of the Smoke on the Water Mystery Theater, the, uh, the the murder mystery theater they have coming up, has sold out. So all that's left is the Friday night and the Sunday matinee that they have at both Smoke on the Water and Sloppy Joe's. So if you are thinking about it, the Saturday night version has now Sold out. So only thing that's left is the Friday night and then the uh, Sunday, the matinee of the Murder Mystery Theater they have going on. So check it out. Find them on Facebook, uh, Smoke on the Water, Okachi, Smoke on the Water BBQ Okachi, uh, or you can just look under Sloppy Joe's in either place you can find it. But uh, it's it's I, we're actually going to go to that. I've never been to one, and Kristen wanted to go, so I said, yeah, let's let's do it. I've never been there. So let's 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 take let's check it out. But um, but we're gonna do that. So I'm looking forward to. it. I've never done something like that before. Uh, this is from Trent in Madison. Said I can't get over how divided Packers fans are when it comes to Rodgers versus Love. What's the excuse going to be if Love stinks or really isn't a good postseason quarterback? Then what? Uh, that's from Trent in Madison. I think if the story would be different, the unknown is always preferable over the loss of the known. Does that make sense? What you don't know is better than what you do know. If what you do know is irritating, depressing, negative, which seems to be the sentimentality for a lot of Packers fans when it comes to Aaron Rodgers. So it's what you don't know that is obviously the better option. That's the belief because you go through the path of least resistance. And quite frankly, I mean, again, I, I've talked about this, but, you know, you're there is a Aaron Rodgers fatigue out there. And, you know, um, it, it just it just is. I don't know how else to put it. But that's that's where. Um, that's where it is. Uh, John says, so what's the big risk? Eight and nine to what? Well, um, you can look at it as. The risk would be, suppose you get rid of Aaron Rodgers and he goes on to play spectacular football and wins a Super Bowl. And you are sitting at 8-9 and nine with a quarterback that you don't even know if he's good, mediocre, sub-mediocre, or not. That's the risk. Um, the risk could be that you move on from Rodgers. Great. Let's go. And Jordan Love's not the guy. You know, that you're, you're, you're kicking away the opportunity because you know you've got Jordan Love. If you want to keep him, you can. 
Okay, there's there's no there, there's no uh, running the risk of losing Jordan Love. If you want to keep him, that's up to you. Because you know, you know, what's he going to do? Get worse? You know, so you can keep him. There's no risk to that. The risk is if you get rid of Aaron Rodgers and you begin to rebuild and he's not the guy, he's not the guy. We know. I mean, for everybody that wants to talk about young quarterbacks in the National Football League and how much money or how little money they're making and teams that were in the postseason this year and quarterbacks under rookie deals or minimal deals or what have you, and I, I understand all of that. And young quarterbacks, I understand all of that. But you're also talking about young, very good quarterbacks, right? You don't know what you have right now in Jordan Love. I mean, the Packers somewhat do. But for as much as Gutekind said, yeah, Jordan's ready to start, he also, again, backed up by saying, you know, hey, but he's also never been a guy that he hasn't, you know, you got to figure out if he can win. He's never been a guy that's week in and week out prepared. He's never been a guy that's week in and week out had teams prepare for him. And he's never been a guy that week in and week out has played. So I agree with you. Look, for those that want to move on, you feel like there isn't any risk at all, right? I get it. For those of you that don't want to move on, the risk is watching Aaron Rodgers go somewhere else and win a Super Bowl and play great. That's the risk. That's it. And for those that want to move on, most likely it's just you're just tired. You're tired of postseason losses or big moment losses in the last three seasons. And you're just tired of the wavering back and forth. That is. That is that's it. Another hour yet to go. Good stuff today. Hang in there. Got some more emails to get to. Phone calls are wide open. 877-867-1670. Good calls today, too. Good stuff. Got more of the Bill Michael Show coming up next. 